What is up? Welcome back to Modern Day Marketer. I am your host, Brett McGrath. We are just getting the week started off right, talking about one of my favorite topics, hopefully one of yours too. We are bringing back content distribution to the table. I've been thinking a lot about it. I am working on some things to highlight this concept and idea and maybe putting on something fun here that I'm going to announce soon. But I wanted to bring Jonathan back on the podcast to talk about content distribution and how he's thinking about it um, and the opportunity that there is for all of you modern day marketers. If you like what I'm doing over here, follow, subscribe. Most importantly, tell a marketing friend that you're enjoying Modern Day Marketer. Without further ado, let's kick it to the conversation. What is up? Welcome back to the show. Went solo last week, got Jonathan back on the program today. We are going to be revisiting a topic that is near and dear to our hearts at the Juice, content distribution. It seems like based on the work that we're doing, launches, new product stuff, have not touched on this topic for a little bit now, nor have I seen much conversation externally about content distribution. So it is something that I am currently thinking a lot about and working on some cool initiatives to promote it and educate more on it. And I felt like let's revisit it and talk about it in this conversation today. So Jonathan, welcome back. Are you ready to talk about content distribution? I am. We've talked about a lot on this podcast and uh, we talk about a lot as we're building the juice, uh, but like content distribution just feels like the rawest distillation of what it is we do, right? Is like simply distributing content. And I think too often it gets overlooked as part of the content marketing process. And I'm sure we're going to talk all about that today. So I'm excited um, and energized about the conversation. Yeah. I think early on in my conversations on this show and just kind of the side conversations I would have, you know, meeting people before we record, I would ask some questions just to see where marketers were at as we were trying, I was trying to do my own discovery on what was important. And it just seemed like before I had really even wrapped my head around content distribution, it was a topic that a lot of marketers knew they needed to think about deeper and knew they needed to do more of, but don't necessarily think they had a plan in place to go execute. I think it's so easy to just get kind of stay in the status quo and continue to do what we do and produce publish content and move on to the next piece of content and just hope SEO in Google does its thing. But I feel like with the abundance of content that we see, I mean, and we're only a small sliver, but we see in the sales and marketing verticals, um, it seems like now is the time where marketers really need to do more to cut through the noise. And I think content distribution is one of those strategies that can help marketers kind of break through. So maybe that's a launching point there. Reaction to that, your thoughts as you're thinking through it. You mentioned something there that I'm sure we'll continue to pick at throughout this conversation, but the balance between content, creating content and distributing content. And we have talked some about marketers spend a disproportionate amount of time creating content compared to the amount of time they spend distributing content. We've all, we've been there. And I think it's, it's so easy when you're creating content, there's a very clear beginning and a very clear end and you check the box and it's, that's rewarding, right? You want to go check another box and go complete something else where content distribution is a little bit more 
intangible. There's a beginning, maybe not a real clear end. It evolves all the time. There's a bunch of different ways to try it. There's a bunch of different ways to experiment. And so I think it's very easy for marketers, again, we're talking about ourselves here, to default into that create creation mode and not spend near enough time or near enough energy on the distribution motion as well. Is it this idea of measurement on we need to publish the X amount of pieces because we need to get this many visits, which will convert to this many leads. And so we just keep churning and keep publishing and don't necessarily think about uh, maximizing the value of one piece? Or do you think it's something else that is causing kind of this idea of content distribution not to like break through to the mainstream of B2B marketing? That's a great question. I, I would say, you know, I'm going to dis- like maybe disagree or maybe you were inviting the disagreement a little bit, but I think marketers content specifically, it's really hard to measure the impact of, and maybe that is the distribution side, but it's really easy to say, oh, we produced 20 pieces of content this quarter, or we produced 30 pieces of content this quarter. That's such an easier metric to track and uh, kind of a vanity metric, if you will, where it's a lot more difficult to say, well, that piece of content we produced caused this much revenue growth and where and why and how did it do that? How did we distribute it? Where did we distribute it? Um, and that's a lot more difficult to do. So again, I think it's a lot easier for marketers to default something they can control and they can very easily count. And so there, there's a little bit of scariness and darkness behind the science of distribution that I think uh, makes it easier for people to, again, default to just, well, we'll produce another piece of content. So I want to hit on maybe that because I think it's important just from our own personal use case at The Juice. I was actually having this conversation with another marketer yesterday, and we were talking about kind of the balance between SEO content and kind of broader narrative-driven thought pieces. And I was explaining to her that, you know, well, we, when we started at the juice, like I knew we needed to create content and, but I also knew like we needed to get, build our brand and get our point of view across on who we are, what we represented and the topics that kind of we, we care about. So I, as I was, you know, thinking about that, I, I kind of take a step back and I'm just trying to think about like just the balance of us as marketers. And it's like, well, maybe what, what, what does it make sense? Does it make sense for us to sit back and be highly focused, especially if we have a small team, does it make sense to sit back, be highly focused on trying to optimize the keyword game and doing what everyone's doing, or does it make more sense to try to like, just share your thoughts, share your ideas, share your point of view and do whatever you can to make sure the people that you're trying to reach you, you obsess over that and you're obsessing over taking that one piece and getting it to the right channel at the right time. And I, I told, I told her, like, I don't know, like, I really don't know. Like we're trying to figure this out now. And now we're more focusing on SEO and I don't know, maybe we should have done that first, but I don't know. What kind of thoughts do you have on just like this balance of like SEO focused content, uh, narrative driven content that maybe would be easier to build kind of a distribution strategy around where it's going to resonate with the people that you're trying to reach? I also don't know. That's it, folks. Come to Modern Day Marketer <laughs> where Brett and Jonathan discuss all the things they don't know and don't understand. Um, but I think they're there's something to that, right? There's there's some businesses where SEO makes all the sense in the world and you should over-index on it. It's something that's got a ton of search volume, um, a, a ton of you know um, 
providers already in the space that are being searched for, and you can beat them at that game, right? There's other things like I would argue what we do. You know, I don't know that anybody is searching for ex- explicitly like what the juice does, right? They're, they're searching problems or questions that are all adjacent to what we do. Um, and it's like, maybe it's like there's not enough search volume to support that effort, right? And we, you, you just don't know until you start trying. There's some tools out there that can help you make decisions on what you should try to rank for and that sort of thing. And we use some of those, but um, I think in the early days when we were figuring out what we were ourselves, you distributed through communities of content marketers where we could get feedback on what we were doing because we didn't even know yet, right? And so, like, I, I think like it just varies. I I would love to sit here and say, you know, well, you should, according to our research, all marketers should contribute sixty percent of their content budget to thought leadership, thirty percent to SEO, and ten percent to something else. I don't know. But I think it just varies so much from business to business. And I think that goes back to the distribution conversation. Like it's going to change over time and you just have to experiment and have to be able to measure the impact those different experiments have and and learn from it and what's working, do more of and what's not working, do less of. So I've been thinking a lot about the the concept of research all the way to distribution and all the various steps that go into creating a piece of content. And if you like zoom all the way out and take all those steps into consideration, there is a lot of shit that needs to go on in order for one piece to not only get created, but then, you know, land in the right place and resonate. And it's not going to happen 100% of the time, even if you have the perfect content process in place. This had me thinking, and as I was zooming out to this and I'll kind of pitch you a question just to get your opinion, like there was some point in the, in the sales evolution where someone said, you know what, there's, there's too many steps in the sales process. And we, we need to bring in this new role called sales development and sales development is going to control the front end. And so that, you know, the salesperson can focus more in on the strategic stuff, the deal management, the pipeline management. And so I, I think about that and think about modern organizations and everyone has a, you know, sales development team and everyone, those, they support their sales reps. I think about content and the content process. It's been content marketer has been so functionalized for so long, but now it's kind of evolving into this strategic resource in businesses. So like with all of that, I'm curious, like, who do you think should be responsible for the distribution? Is this a content marketing thing? Is this an entire org thing? Is this an emerging role thing? Like, what are your thoughts? It goes back to like, I mean, zooming all the way out of this, like what is a content marketing role? This is something we've talked a lot about internally at The Juice. Like sometimes content marketers are just copywriters inside a business. Sometimes they're on the brand or brand and creative side of the business. Other times they're on the demand generation side and all they care about is getting leads. Sometimes they just produce the content and someone else distributes content. Sometimes they're responsible for all of that, right? And I think that that kind of speaks to like the um, core of of the challenge of what is content marketing, who owns what and how do different businesses define it. But I think it, it absolutely depends on business size, business goals, team size, and all of those things. That said, though, I certainly think there's a business case to be made for distribution becoming an emerging role within a marketing organization. You know, have people who are tremendously creative understand the pain points creating content and have somebody who's 
an expert at different channels and measuring those channels, distributing the content. You know, I don't know what you call that, but I, I think part of their role then is enabling the entire organization. I think internal marketing sometimes is just as important as external marketing, enabling your sales team to use the content, your executive team, your, you know, the entire broader sphere. But um, I think there's content marketing as a whole is challenging, defining what it is and who owns it. But I think there's certainly a case to be made for expanding a distribution role. So I, I'm going to maybe take a conversation we had before we hit record because I, I, I've been thinking about it ever since we've been talking, but we're big football fans, as I'm sure many of you out there, everyone's excited that the NFL is back. Uh, we were talking about Thursday night football and the Chiefs versus the Chargers before we hit record and you know, two great quarterbacks. Thinking about the game tonight, and if I were to predict, my, my thoughts are is Patrick Mahomes is probably not going to hand the ball off to Clyde Edwards Hilaire every play, because if he did that on every play, what's going to happen? Like the defense is going to read it and it's going to stop and go nowhere. Like what makes Patrick Mahomes great is his ability to facilitate the ball throughout his entire offense. And I would bet if there was a, a prop bet on this, I would bet the over on how many receivers are going to touch the ball tonight because Patrick Mahomes now has had to distribute the ball to the right people at the right time to get in the end zone and eventually score. So a little bit of a football analogy there, but I think inbound, like the way we think about inbound marketing content has been the fuel for inbound marketing. And, you know, we, we hit publish, we move on to the next hope algorithms do the thing to me. And I would love to get your perspective on this. I think kind of distribution is that next next level that we need to push in inbound marketing is always going to be a thing and we're going to continue to do it. But I think we need to begin to enhance our inbound marketing strategies with distribution, Patrick Mahomes style, if you will. Yeah. And we're from the Hoosier state, right? So the point guard, the best point guard to make those around them better, right? You got to distribute the rock. I think you have written a little bit about this, but inbound marketing um, when not many people were doing it was incredibly effective. And then because of that, everybody started doing it. And now everybody's doing it inbound. And now it's like impossible to stand out. I think that's led to some of the B2B content challenges. So now I think you're seeing the next evolution of that, as you're alluding to, is the people who are doing a really good job. It's almost like it's it's to a degree, it's kind of outbound marketing, but I think it's mm. with content specifically, like, and it's more altruistic than maybe some traditional outbound marketing tactics. But uh, it's all about going to find your audience where they're already at, as opposed to expecting them to stumble across your website. So uh, I think that's a really good analogy there, Brett. I love the the outbound call out. And that was the marketing that I, you know, I was raised in on my first team, right? You were on my outbound marketing team. It's like, that's how I learned to do marketing. And now like, you know, I don't want to give an eight, how, how long it's been since I was on that team uh, and date myself. But I think, I think about that a lot. Like, yes, like this is outbound marketing in a way, but it's just being a little more thoughtful and strategic with it. I want to move over to maybe like channel selection. Like if you are thinking about outbound marketing, like there are so many channels and, and honestly, like in a lot of these conversations I've been having recently on this topic, like people are exploring channels like Reddit and some other areas that I haven't even thought about tapping in yet. So while there's so many channels, I think that can almost in and of itself water down our distribution strategy. If we're not focusing in on the right channels, where the people that we're trying to reach are hanging out. So I don't know, like 
what do you think about channel selection and pairing it with content distribution? Do you think we should, you should be focused out of the gates? Do you think you should just try to go through and, you know, figure out or distribute your content to as many channels as possible? Like what's your, what are your thoughts there? I think even before you start distributing the content, the best thing you can do is go talk to your persona that you're creating content for. We got very fortunate and did this at the start of the juice. And we've talked about that on this podcast previously and talking to a hundred marketers in a hundred days. And we asked them, where do they go to get content recommendations? Where do they engage with other people like themselves? And that's how we got plugged into a lot of great communities right from the get-go that are still an important part of our audience and our community. And uh, we learn from them and they learn from us. And so I think the best thing you can do even before you start experimenting is go ask and have conversations and listen to where your persona is currently hanging out at. I think that's good advice. Uh, I'm glad you, I'm glad that was your response. I would, I would retweet that as you often say when we're in conversations and in meetings. And maybe as we're rounding the corner on this, this is something I think is really important that I want to hit on because Focusing in on content distribution does not necessarily mean you're focusing in on trying to get your content in front of as many people as possible. It is about getting your content in front of the right people at the right time. And I just got done writing the blend, uh, our weekly newsletter for the, for the week. And it was all about this like mindset is just like we as marketers, I think the opportunity for modern day marketers is to one, educate internally on quality of conversation, outweighing the quantity of leads that we're so used to. And I think distribution is an opportunity for you as the marketer to prove this out. And if you're doing it right, like chances are you're going to be wasting less bandwidth and less time in your organization, i.e. salespeople calling on a bunch of shitty leads that never convert. So I don't know. So what do you think about that? Like, I think the obsession marketers have is going viral, getting as many likes as possible, like getting as many leads as possible. But I think content distribution kind of pushes against the grain and it's more about placement. It's more about connection. It's more about educating. And I think in 2022, moving into next year, like this is the way that we should be thinking about marketing in B2B. I absolutely agree. It's what we've built our product around. I I mean, we provide good quantity, but we focus on quality. Uh, We know we could build larger quantity for our customers overnight if we really wanted, but Again, we know that's not going to do anybody any good. I, I think high quantity and low quality actually erodes trust within an organization. That's something, um, you know, when a marketing team, maybe they've got this CSV, I think you've talked about the CSV dealers of, of leads and they pass that to the marketing or to their sales team and the sales team says, this is all garbage. Like that's actually done more damage than it has good, right? Where I think if you can start with quality versus quantity and the sales team is always going to say, we want more, especially if it's quality, right? But I think focusing on quality first and then growing into quantity is the absolutely right way to do it. And unfortunately, I think too many people do it the other way. They start with large quantity and then try to filter through all of that for some quality. And too often, it doesn't work. So I was having a conversation with a teammate. I'll shout her out, Mindy, on Slack. And we're we're running some experiments with distribution and distribution on behalf of others. And we were talking about the results of one of the campaigns. And 
while the results from a like a quantitative perspective what like if you looked at it it wouldn't blow you away but if you dug in and looked at things we track like audience or persona type and account matching like there was a couple individuals that had consumed this piece of content that were at the executive level and Mindy was asking me like is this like, is like, are these results good? Like, how do I communicate this back to the the person? And I, I said, don't focus on the number. Like, like people, like the amount of money that we spend to get like a executive decision maker to see your content. That's the right fit. Like all those categories, like the, it, that takes a lot of energy and bandwidth. And most of the time on these syndication programs, you never get one of those people. So I said, that's the story. But I, I'm sitting here talking to a teammate about it, trying to figure it out myself. And and I know it's a challenge because we all have these mental roadblocks, like whatever role you're in in this, this industry, that it's all about the quantity. So I don't know, that, that moment this week kind of stuck with me. But I think it also presented the opportunity where I thought to myself, man, like I need to do better communicating the value of what we have and how we communicate it internally. And I need to do that more externally because the more we can be focused in on quality as marketers and not get caught up in the old way or the old systems, or we need to get a hundred leads every week type of a deal. Like the more you're going to break through and connect with the future customer that you're trying to reach with content. So I don't know that that moment happened this week. And I just think exemplifies kind of like everything we're working on and trying to solve for the underlying theme there of that, like internal marketing, like you working with the sales team sitting down and like get, digging into the details. I think that just goes to that kind of like enablement function with content uh, that is so critical. And I think just shows like, where like first, you know, part of the, don't overlook the internal efforts around content, content distribution specifically, and make sure um, it's not just, you know, I, I'm guessing we all, again, we've been guilty of this, like dropping in a Slack channel and saying like new content. It's like, okay, well, what does this mean? Like, you know, what, what are we trying to accomplish with this? And then f- closing the loop when it does happen, that's, that's powerful stuff. That's going to keep your team energized and the, the business growing. Let's close it out here. Obviously we have four areas that our product is focused on. One of them from a brand side is content distribution. I've told you, I've told the team, I think this is the most powerful thing that we do now. It's what excites me the most as I'm thinking about publishing regularly. I think about like the juice is one of those channels that, and honestly, like at this point for for me and the audience that we've built on the platform, uh, on the brand side and individually, like if I had a cutout channel, like there are, there are Twitter, LinkedIn, those bigger, like I would probably sacrifice never publishing again on one of those channels to publish on the juice just because I know it's the right people. And I have the visibility to see which accounts are consuming the stuff and being able to relay that information back to sales, I think is really powerful. Um, And I've told stories about that until I'm blue in the face, but like as the CEO of kind of vision guy for the business, like where, where do you see the opportunity with content distribution and the juice going? You see us as a channel that marketers should be thinking about. Is there capabilities that are on your mind that we should be thinking about? I'd love to just kind of close out with your thoughts there. 
this is a dangerous game putting our roadmap <laughs> on a podcast, but here we go. Build in public, right? Um, yeah. So I think initially it's a channel and I think there's a lot of great things we can do with the data from that channel that we're going to start leaning into more and more. And the channel is only going to get bigger and more popular. I think what's cool about our channel is that it's not a channel marketers have to proactively go to and publish again, or, you know, it's not another thing they have to do. It happens automatically. All they have to do is manage the results and see the results. I think that's really cool. So I think it's a a channel. I think it's a better channel. Um, I think it's a growing channel. That said, you and I, and I say you and I, really you have pushed us as a team even to think about like that broader distribution use case. Like there's a world where the juice almost becomes like a, a hub. I hate that I'm using that word, but a hub to start and end the content distribution process, right? Let's say a marketer produces content for VPs of product marketing at companies that have 100 to 500 employees. You come to the juice you type that in, you, you insert that information. The juice tells you based on the data on our platform, what those people are looking for, engaging with topics, search, et cetera. We tell you to go produce that. They produce it, it gets distributed through our platform. Then we tell you the results of that on the back end. Um, and maybe we even help you publish or distribute that content into other channels as well. That's some cool stuff. And I think uh, that's just the natural evolution and progression that we want to help marketers solve for is that distribution pain point that we've spent, you know, 30, 40 minutes talking about. And it's a pain point. uh, And that's why we're building around it. And we just want to continue to help marketers with that pain point. I love it. I can tell you this much. We want to be involved in that content distribution conversation. So you'll be seeing more thoughts, ideas, content from us there might be some sort of uh event slash webinar slash something that i'm working in in the background trying to organize around coming soon so we'll share those details but content distribution start thinking about it we'll be talking about it and you can hear more on this podcast and through our content jonathan let's go thank you brett I love these conversations. They aren't over-scripted. They aren't rehearsed. We just get on the microphones and talk about topics that we love, content distribution being one of them. Hopefully that chat got you thinking about how you can start implementing distribution in your content strategy. If you're already doing it, yay. Let's throw you a parade. Let's celebrate because the chances of you connecting with your future customer are going up. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. We'll be back. More Modern Day Market on Friday. Stay tuned.